Hi, I'm Monique Carriol and I'm building a movement of brave leaders so that together we can tackle some of society's most fundamental needs. So I'm here to encourage you to be yourself, support you to back yourself and really help you through those practical steps to navigate your leadership and career journey to enable you to make it happen. Hi and welcome to series two of my podcast. It's taken me a little while to do this, but for this series, I'll be going solo and sharing more with you about brave leadership in action. There's some topics that you've told me you want to hear more about. And the first one is tackling or dealing with self-doubt. And I just wanted to share some of my insights with you in terms of what I've done to help myself through this and continue to help myself tackle it and work with it. And also some of the things I did during my role as an executive director and when I had those moments of doubt. So the first thing I would say to you is, and you've heard, if you've heard me speak, you'll hear me say this before, what are you really great at? You know, I could say, what are you good at? But what are you really great at? I want you to focus on what you do bring to the table, not what you don't. Why? Because we normally are more confident in the things that we are really good at. So one of the first things about tackling self-doubt is to just try and switch your thinking and your focus onto what you are good at. Something else that's really important is to observe, don't compare. Because usually, why do you start to focus on what you're not good at? It's because you're looking at someone who you feel or think may be doing something in a way that you aspire to do it. Or you think, you know, why can they just be so relaxed when they speak in front of a large audience? Or why do they remember their train of thought and their flow is so effortless when I feel like I'm stumbling over my words? You don't know how they're feeling. We're assuming we know how they're feeling. Observations are great. You may pick up some techniques and approaches that they use. Nothing wrong with that. But don't compare yourself. We're all different. And you know this because people always say this, be yourself. But it's so true. When you are yourself, you can be your best. But something else I'll just ask you about. When you are observing or if you're doing what I'm asking you not to do anymore, comparing, how do you know that everyone else isn't feeling the same way you do? I know for sure, and I'll speak about my experience, that when I was an executive director on the board, I absolutely had feelings of self-doubt. I definitely was scared. And I'll share with you, when I was the lead um, director for COVID recovery for my organisation, um, I had to chair a regular large meeting um, with a number of exec colleagues in there as well for our COVID recovery and our pandemic response. And I felt it every time I had to chair that meeting, I felt nervous. I felt nervous about being able to manage the agenda. I felt nervous about being able to make sure we covered what we needed to. I felt nervous about being able to engage the room virtually and make sure I wasn't missing any key points out or I've missed something that someone was trying to get a point across about. Especially because we, because we had staff from all different levels feeding into that meeting. And having so many execs, I think there were four of us on that group, meant that the conversation could easily be dominated by execs, you know, powering through with their thoughts, arguing amongst each other sometimes, debating through how to get to the next step. And we had to be really mindful of not about not having that conversation in front of staff, but respecting that we had a room full of staff on that virtual call who needed information and who needed answers too. So what did I do when I was in that space and I felt nervous? I'd have sweaty palms many times before I clicked joy in the meeting. I focused on what I was good at. 
Colleagues tell me that I'm really good at chairing meetings because I make the complex simple. I connect the dots. I ensure everyone has a voice. I summarize points before we move on. I check that whoever is supporting my meeting is okay. I celebrate the wins and successes. And I know that I am very clear at bringing us to check have we covered what we needed to? Are we focusing on the right things? Are we prepped for what we need to cover outside of the room? So focusing on that, rather than worrying about what might go wrong, really helped me to calm my nerves and also just step into it. The other thing that also would help me is setting my mind right. So when I said senior leaders do have those doubts, I had doubts many a times, especially when I was in conversations with other um, system leaders and colleagues working in the NHS. You spend a lot of time speaking with and working with and trying to influence colleagues who are running other NHS organisations or care organisations. You don't have authority over them. So it's all about how you influence them. And as I said, for me, setting my mind right prepping myself for that space so being prepared for the conversation being clear on the points I wanted to make and also if I was really nervous I'll let you in on a little secret about a trick that I would use and I shared this before last week I think it was in another conversation I would sometimes imagine that I was the teacher and actually that room of other execs were my were my students and I was teaching to them because I can't remember when I was studying at college and at uni I don't ever remember a lecturer feeling nervous I remember my lecturers having the knowledge having the information and just being able to guide us and wanting to teach us and engage with us on a topic and so just switching my mind into that space and playing that I'm the lecturer and they're my students would just help me to say well they want to hear what I want, I'm going to speak about and they're waiting for me to give them that information clearly and um, in an interesting and engaging way and it just took away some of those nerves for me but what I would say as well is mindset is everything why do you hear this all the time? You know, oh, Monique, you're not telling me anything new. Because it's true. Getting your mind right, setting your mind right can really help you in those um, scenarios of self-doubt. So what else do I do? So in my toolbox, you'll hear me speak about a support toolbox all the time because I think to be a brave leader at any level, you need some tools to help you because it's not a walk in the park. For me, what else was in my toolbox is daily affirmations. So for me, where I used to sit when I'm working, even when I'm working now, I have a set of affirmation cards and I change them daily and I look at those. And it's having that conversation with myself to say, actually, the one today for me is think about what could go right. That's really right for me right now because I am in my new business, trying to connect the dots on this. I'm doing lots of things that I've never done before and it's nerve wracking. I keep setting the bar higher. I'm setting the bar to when I was still an executive. I was very good at my job. I was in my job for five years. I knew it really well. I knew the people I was serving really well. I knew the challenges well. So it gave me confidence in that space. Coming into this brand new space in my career, I've had to be really brave and I've jumped into a lot of it. But I'd be lying to you if I said, I've got this, I'm flying, it's easy. No, it isn't. Many a time I've wanted to pick that laptop up and throw it out the window. Even recording the podcast and being confident to do this, you know, getting my equipment, doing it on my, I don't have a podcast editor, I do this myself. And maybe I will in the future, but I don't have one now. So just being able to do that and to be confident in that, set your bar accordingly. 
One of my coaches that I work with, Charlene, she called it growth butterflies. And she spoke about, you know, when you are going into new spaces, when you are working in a different arena, when you may be working with a different team, when you may have been promoted into a new role, you will have doubts because it's new. Don't compare that to when you were high flying, you know, could ace this. I've been in my job for five years, 10 years, 15 years. You can't compare your your feelings, your outputs, your measures, your targets. They can't be the same as when you were there. So when you're thinking about If you're thinking about, well, why do I have this doubt? Just be sure that where you're setting your measure is the right place. And so for me, having that affirmation of think about what could go right is important for me now in my new business because I'm thinking about all the things that I haven't done yet or the things that I got wrong because it's my first time around. Of course, I'm going to get things wrong. Of course, I'm going to fail at things. But setting my mind to be aware of that and to be okay with that is so important. So I just want to encourage you to do that too. So what about when it's a challenging environment or situation? Some of what I said may not feel like it's enough for you. And if you've got a challenging situation or environment and you're doubting yourself, it can feel, I know it can feel really tough to, and almost impossible to then be confident in yourself or to to rise up and be assertive or to lead or communicate or action something with confidence. It does come back to what I said though, at the beginning, you know, know what you're great at and be yourself in that situation. Embrace your style and know your values. And what I mean by that is know what's important to you. When you're trying to second guess what someone else is thinking, it's really hard to do that. When you're so fearful of the response, you almost sabotage yourself with what you're trying to communicate or work out or influence. So that's why I encourage you to try and put that to one side. It may happen, you know, that the person or the the room or the project, whatever it is, doesn't receive what you're trying to say or trying to do the first time round. But if you know what you're good at, you know where you're coming from and you know why this is an important thing to try and achieve or influence or to get across, come at it again. And if the environment or situation is so challenging and you're really struggling, and I'm going to use the word that absolutely comes into play, the term all the time, imposter syndrome. You know, if imposter syndrome is rife for you, then I absolutely think it's about getting some support on that. So why do I say that about imposter syndrome? I don't really like the term because I think my own personal view is labeling it feels like it's encouraging me to hold on to it. And actually, I think a thought is just a thought is just a thought. That's what one of my other coaches, Kate, taught me. Fundamentally, we can think what we want to think. It doesn't mean that thoughts don't come into our mind, but as much as they come in, we can actually let them go. And I feel for imposter syndrome, for me, when I label it, I feel like I'm grabbing onto it. When I can feel that I have those type of thoughts, I acknowledge them. But I also go back to my techniques about how I can let them go. You heard me mention two of the coaches that I've used throughout my career. And that's why the next thing I would come on to is if the situation is really challenging for you, 
And if you feel like your confidence is really struggling at the moment because of self-doubt, because I know self-doubt can sometimes be crippling, then it may be about seeking some expert advice and support. And that can be in the form of coaching. That can be in the form of uh, mentoring, depending on what it is you want support with. But I know for myself, I absolutely have used coaches throughout my career, even when I was flying high. Because as I said, those moments of self-doubt can come about many a time. You know, when I was leading in a challenging environment for a continuous length of time, coaching was ever more important to me to be able to deepen my techniques to have somewhere where I can go and speak confidently and in a safe space about my challenges being able to keep myself topped up and refreshed so coaching is something that's always been in my support toolbox as well so I just encourage you to think about if that is something that might be right for you But most importantly, the thing that I want to leave you about in saying about brave leadership in action, it is about backing yourself. Because if you don't back yourself, who will? You know, you have the choice. As I said, it's about your mindset. It's about a thought is just a thought is just a thought. What about if you take those thoughts and you back yourself and you big yourself up and you amplify yourself? That's not arrogance. That's building confidence from within. That's you being confident in you, in who you are and how you do it and what you bring to the table. So I hope that today this has helped you in some way with thinking about the different ways that you can tackle self-doubt. And remember, it can come on us at any time. So don't feel down on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself if you've been okay for a while and then it creeps up on you unexpectedly. Just go back into your toolbox and pull out the techniques that you used before. That's what I do and that's what I will continue to do because I know self-doubt is something that will always be around me and it's something that I will just keep working through and keep backing myself to overcome. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave me a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. Can you please also share this with friends, family members or colleagues? I'd really appreciate it. And you can follow me on Twitter at Monique Carriol or connect with me on LinkedIn if you haven't already. I'm Monique Carriol on there too. And also click the links in the show notes to join my mailing list. I look forward to you joining me for the next episode. Take care and see you soon.